Daniel Raz is an online fitness coach who specializes in helping busy men lose 30 pounds in four months without going to the gym. Coming up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. In honor of Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to thank the men and women in the U.S. military for their important commitment to our country. Show your own support for our troops with hashtag MissionMilitaryThanks. All right, talking with Daniel Raz, uh, who is a online fitness trainer specializing in business owners and executives. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, sharing your story. Looking forward to hearing your entrepreneurial success story. So um, you started off at a pretty young age wanting to get into fitness become and become a, a fitness coach. So tell us uh, about that and where you're coming from. For sure. So originally um, from Israel, when I was six, I moved to China. And I didn't like any Chinese food. So from 6 to 12, I basically ate purely McDonald's. That's the only thing I enjoyed eating. Every time my family and I went to restaurants, I was the youngest. And we always had to bring a McDonald's bag of French fries and chicken nuggets for me to eat. Um, because I wouldn't eat anything otherwise. <laughs> so definitely didn't start the healthiest. When I was around 12, I started playing basketball. And my brother convinced me that if I want to get better, I should eat healthier which was pretty much any diet except what I was eating. So I became healthier and became a lot more into nutrition, fitness, and all of that. I went to university for exercise and nutrition in Canada, University of British Columbia. And I initially wanted to be a physiotherapist. So did 95% of my classmates. That's what the program was about. After my second year of university, I decided, hey, I'm much more in the personal training realm. I'm way more into that. So... I worked at a few gyms, 2020, everything closed down. I'm like, okay, let's figure out this online thing. Slowly started building my business. And now I'm happy to say I uh, do it full time. Wow. So you're almost like the typical American kid who, who refuses to eat anything but McDonald's, chicken nuggets, and French fries, except you're an Israeli kid in China. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's all the, the McDonald's chicken nuggets are, you always wonder what the mystery meat really is. But, uh, you never, I still don't know. <laughs> I don't, have, you, have you ever taken a McDonald's chicken nugget and, lit, and put a match to it? They'll actually start they'll actually start burning them, light them on fire. Anyways, hey, what, what American kid hadn't had their share of McDonald's over the years? But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. So, um, so you, so you're going to college and you're, you're wanting to get, you know, you want to jump right into fitness uh, and study it while you're in, in college. Um, and you really wanted to be a fitness trainer. So you had to, so the fitness training was going pretty well for you after college, right? And then you had to sort of reinvent yourself and go online with that. How did that go? Right. So it was pretty much a shock because I was still in the middle between gyms. I was still deciding do I want to work for this gym or that gym. And no gym that I worked at was what I envisioned. It was okay, but it's difficult because uh, you have to wake up early. People cancel on you last minute. There's a lot of like cleaning the gym. I'm like, that's not really what I was about. I was more about the actual training aspect, right? Rather than maintaining a nice facility. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually glad that I got the opportunity to do something online. Before 2020, I was still thinking about doing something online, but 
I didn't really have that push. It wasn't on us, so I kind of took it slow. And I was pretty much forced to make some sort of business when everything shut down. So I'm actually glad it happened. Yeah. So the, so the COVID shutdown became a forcing function for you to pivot into the, into the online realm, which you were already exploring, but you didn't want to stop the actual work, uh, coaching in the gym and replace it with online. So, uh, so you're essentially reinventing yourself or starting a whole other aspect of your business. How did you approach that? So just like with fitness, everybody has a body, so they think they know what they're doing. I'm like, okay, I know how to make money online. Um, paid Zuckerberg a bunch of money on Facebook ads. Nothing converted, nothing worked. After a few months of wasting lots of money, I'm like, okay, let me do what I tell everybody else to do in terms of fitness. Hey, if you're 30 pounds overweight, you might know that you should move more and eat less, but you've been stuck this way for years. Hire a coach. You're not doing something right. Your lifestyle is not adapted to it. And if you know what to do, if you have the right plan, then you can maintain the weight and the body that you want for ever, right? That's the whole point. And I said the same thing to myself. I'm like, okay, clearly I don't really know what I'm doing. Let me pay a bunch of money to somebody that specializes in this. And then that will shorten my lo- my learning curve significantly. And that's what I did. And it, it's not like I made money the next month or the next couple of months. It still took a while, but at least ha- I had a game plan of how to do, what to do, what to avoid, and avoid all the pitfalls that, you know, other people made. Mm-hmm. And like, what were some of the first steps you, you found that actually started working for you as you transitioned to an online model? So... I mean, there's so many things that I didn't know that I didn't know, right? So I thought the only way to sell is to be like, hey, here's my product, here's a discount, buy it. I didn't know that huh. you can just talk to strangers online one-on-one, get them on the phone, and then close them. And that's a much better model because it's not like a robot yelling at you. It's to be like, hey, I'm a person. What are your goals? Let's see if us working together makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it made it a lot more human. And uh, saying that, everybody says, you know, in the marketing industry is conversions happen in conversations. So actually talk to the person, see if they're the right fit. Don't try to sell to everybody because most people are not the right fit. Most people aren't supposed to work with you. And I transitioned from selling like a low ticket, be like, hey, here's a PDF, here's a bunch of tips, buy this to be like, hey, here's one-on-one accountability. Let me find out your exact situation and see if us working together makes sense. And even though that costs way more, I can actually make a much bigger difference and more people are down to buy it because it's you're talking to a real person rather than just like putting things on the internet and hoping for the best. Yeah. And did you, did, over time, did you just keep failing until you stumbled across the whole, oh, when I talk to the person on the phone, it's, it's much more likely to result in, in a conversion or quickly know if they're not right? Right. I mean, there's so many failures. So the, basically how I, you know, make money is I post content online. People like my post. I message the people that like my post. Um, I ask them about the fitness goals. If I believe I can help then be like, Hey, let's get on a quick call. See if I can help you. Then on the call, I ask more questions. See if us working together makes sense. I present my program. Then they buy it, get amazing results. I have more testimonials and then they, um, give me reviews, right? Yeah. Now, um, a lot of times I don't know like what to post or uh, how often. So 
having a mentor, having somebody answer all those questions is super beneficial. Yeah. Now, do you find that a lot of your clients looking for help are also only eating uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets and French fries? <laughs> yeah. I'm happy that as a kid, I was the most picky eater of all time because I know for a fact you can change your taste buds. So an exercise I tell a lot of my clients to do is, hey, once a month, once every couple of weeks, go to the grocery store and try a new vegetable, a new fish, a new type of healthy food that you've never tried before because there's so many healthy, tasty foods that you don't know are tasty because you've never tried it. And I believe diet is about expanding, not about subtracting. It's not about eliminating. It's about eating more food that you enjoy. That's also good for you. Yeah. Well, all right, we're going to take a quick break. Be right back. May is Military Appreciation Month. Show your own support for our troops with hashtag Mission Military Thanks. For more than 90 years, Navy Federal Credit Union has made it their mission to help people in the military community. And I've been a Navy Federal member for 33 of those years. Navy Federal Credit Union is open to all branches of the military, veterans, and their families. Navy Federal's employees are veterans and military spouses, which makes them a part of the community they serve. They understand their members better than anyone. They get the military. Members can enjoy earnings and savings of $349 per year, a regular savings rate four times higher than the industry average, an average credit card APR that's 5% lower than the industry average, award-winning 24-7 stateside member service, over 350 branches worldwide, a 0.25% discounted rate on VA loans. Learn more about how Navy Federal is celebrating the commitment that connects them to their members at NavyFederal.com slash celebrate. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA. Dollar value shown represents the results of the 2021 Navy Federal member give back study. Credit card value claim based on 2021 internal average APR assigned to members compared to advertised industry APR average published on creditcards.com. Navy Fed reserves the right to change or discontinue promotions and rates at any time without notice. All right, back talk with Daniel Raz, online fitness trainer, specializing in business owners and executives. So Daniel, uh, you talked a little bit about your process that you eventually discovered uh, posting free content online. So what is it that's working well for you right now? Can you go into, that's basically your funnel uh, for gathering new customers. Can you go into a little more detail about how that works? All right. So uh, firstly, I tried a bunch of different things. And then once I found something that sticked, then I went all out. And on a quick tangent, I felt like you should do the same thing with your diet because Keto might work phenomenal for some people, but not for others. So there's not a one-size-fits-all. Keep searching until what you think you can do sustainably. So for me, Facebook worked okay. Instagram worked okay. For whatever reason, people like me on Twitter a lot more. And I've never used Twitter on my own. I only use it for business, mm-hmm. right? So keep trying until you find out what sticks. But basically, I post tweets or threads. And threads are basically a bunch of tweets, um, strings attached, Right, I try to give very useful information, people, things that maybe people don't think about that allow them to, you know, get results. Then whoever follows me, you know, likes, retweets, comments, whatever. Then I'd be like, hey, I noticed you followed, noticed you liked my tweet. Do you have any fitness goals you like to achieve? And something that's important to know when you go into this is the amount of volume you're going to have to do to actually see results is way more than you think it is. Right. So just be ready for that because people think, oh, I'll message 10 people and then I'll get a client. Now you probably have to message a thousand. <laughs> right. But once you do get a client, you can 
um, obviously it changes their lives and then he can give you a review testimonials and then it expands from that. So it's a slow process to begin with, but once the ball starts rolling, then things go pretty well. So the future is optimistic, but no, it will start slow and that's okay. Most people quit at the start and that's why most people fail. Yeah. Um, so I guess at some point the key is to get, to get the potential client from Twitter to a telephone call, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's how tough is that? That how tough is that converting over to the, a, a different platform? Right. So a uh, good lesson I learned is that selling isn't yelling. It's not about telling people you should buy my product. My product is amazing. It's asking questions to see if us working together even makes sense because you shouldn't try to sell to everybody with a heartbeat and a credit card. You should only try to sell people that you 100% believe that you can help. So my slogan is, I help busy men lose 30 pounds without going to the gym. So if they're a kid, if I'm not going to try to sell them. Even if they're a female, I'm not going to try to sell them. If they're trying to build muscle, I'm not going to try to sell them. Could I still help them? Yes, but they won't be my ideal client. And I won't be able to help them as much as I could my you know ideal avatar. So you should only stick to one niche, like have one person that you're selling to. And a good exercise to do is to have like a name for that person, how old they are, what they do, what the struggles are, what the pain points, and really talk to that person. Because if you sell to everyone, then you sell to no one. Right? Uh, and that's how you are able to, you know, succeed in a world of a thousand millions of other trainers or whatever niche you're trying to. Because if I was trying to sell, if I was opening like a pizza shop and I was competing with Domino's, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, there's no way I would compete, right? But if I'm like, I only sell uh, pizza with mushrooms, nothing else, then people that love pizza with mushrooms will go to mine and not somebody else's. That's the way you can compete with the big people, right? So don't try to cater to everyone, cater to one very specific person and even that very specific person, there's millions of them. So yeah. it's about switching your mindset in that way. Yeah, that very specific person, uh, basically known as your avatar, who, who's your yeah. ideal client. So do you have yours narrowed down pretty pretty tight, oh, like yeah. age range and a number yeah. of other things like that? Yeah, so my ideal avatar is Jacob. He's 32. He has two kids. He's been 40 pounds overweight for five years. He used to be fit, but... Now life got in the way. He's super hectic. There's so many things going on in his life. He tried so many diets. Uh, he's been yo-yoing a bunch of times. He hates goes to the gym. He's nervous. He's intimidated. He would much rather work at home, but he's not sure how to go about it. And his wife wants him to do it, but uh, he, he still feels a bit, you know, skeptical into this online thing. But he's willing to give it a try. And luckily, he. Uh, found one of my posts and we had a conversation and now his life is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So my avatar is Dave. He's in the military. He's getting out in a year or two, always been involved, always had a fascination for business and entrepreneurship. Instead of reading the tactics manual or military type history, he always finds himself spending his, his time reading business, business books, books on business, entrepreneurship, when he wants to get out, he wants to start his own business and on and on on and on and on. And like eight years ago, before I started my podcast, I, I was I was told 
you got to write your avatar and you got to, the more specific and niche down and laser foresight focused it can be the better. And I didn't want to do that at first. Like I want to have a podcast on entrepreneurship. You know, everybody wants to start their own business, right? That's, that's what I went into it with, but nope. And so thankfully I, I had a couple of folks, no, you need to really niche this down. And so it became your typical soon to be veteran getting out of the military, want to start their own business, becoming an entrepreneur. Um, and the reason why you want to do that is every day you're going to be coming to forks in the road. Do I go left? Do I go right? If you don't know who your avatar is, you're going to go the wrong way numerous times. So you always, I, oh, yeah. even to this day, I still go back to who is it I'm talking to? Okay. Do the people I'm talking to, are they going to be interested in this? And it, it's now it's almost automatic. I don't even hardly think about it, but it's still ingrained in my head. I still do that every day. 100% because both of us can get a lot more views if we talked about Elon Musk or ChatGPT or things that are new, relevant, but have nothing to do with what we're talking about, right? You can get a lot more engagement if you talk about things that everyone's talking about, pop culture, but that's not going to cater to the specific person that you want to target. Yeah. And the reason you do that is when your avatar stumbles across you, when your avatar finds you, and they're going to think, this person is talking directly to me. Like, how do they, how do they know so much about me? Because you're, you're my avatar. Yeah. And I have a bunch of clients who are in literally the exact same situation. They are the before and the after, and you're just the before. So that gives you a lot more confidence that, hey, it is possible for me. Yeah. So describe a little bit what, once you have a client, what does online fitness training look like? Right. And a lot of people think, be like, hey, how can you train online? How can you train at home? And a metaphor I always like to give is, have you heard of Gordon Ramsay, like the chef? Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? So... Gordon Ramsay can make a better meal with one pan than the average person can with five pans because it's not about the equipment you have. It's about knowing how to use what you what you have. It's not about how many fancy equipment you have. Even if you just have your own body weight, if you know what to do, you can do a lot. And everyone that I onboard after one, two, max, three weeks, are like, oh, wow, I did not think I can get this type of results this quickly just with the body weight, right? Because there's so many myths about what they can do. And also, I've trained people in person, but online my clients got better results, and that's because there's a lot more emphasis on accountability and nutrition online, which is 89% of the results anyways, right? And personal trainers and gyms don't go to the people's houses and ask what they ate or keep them accountable on the days they don't go to the gym, and they have to schedule a specific time for them to come in. But with online, there's none of that. You can walk out whenever you want as long as you do it, yeah. right? And they can see exactly what extras to do, how many, all that. And if something's too difficult, I can make an adjustment, too easy, I can make an adjustment. And with nutrition, I don't tell them you have to eat this, you can't eat that. I tell all my clients to follow a you diet. So that that you can do for a decade. If you can do it for a decade, don't do it for a day. So a simple exercise I tell everyone to do, and everybody who's listening can do it right now if they want to improve their nutrition is think about all the foods that are both healthy and tasty and eat that 80% of the time, right? And if you really write it down and think about it, chances are there's a lot more foods than you expect, than you think, because so many people are in the habit of eating foods that are not healthy. 
right? Just because it's in the habit. And if something is not healthy um, and not tasty, don't eat it. Sounds obvious, but how many times do we order dessert? doesn't taste good, but we want to finish our plate. Yeah. Or our kid didn't finish his chicken nuggets. Look, ah, let me finish his chicken nuggets. Why? Just throw it away. The money's already wasted. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah, I think, I mean, my parents were never strict with me when I was eating whatever, but I think I kind of, I still kind of grew up with that finish your plate mentality. Like I, yeah. too many times, if there's something left on the, I'm that way with just about anything. Even if I have a, you know, 32 ounce glass of water, I'm going to finish all every drop of that yeah. no matter what. Um, it's just kind of the way I'm wired, I suppose. So having an awareness of that can be instrumental. So when you, when it comes to fitness, you, you already mentioned it, but I want to go back and touch on this again. What's more important, the workout or the eating? The eating, 100%. Yeah. I'm going to say 80% because it is 80%. Yeah. So, because there are a lot of people that have the mentality of, I want to continue to eat what I want to eat, so I'm going to work out a lot to over to compensate for that. To burn off a donut, you're going to have to do like an hour of cardio. Like it's so not worth it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, unless you're like David Goggins and do ridiculous amounts of, if you work out all day, um, then sure you can do that. But the many people I work with are people that really don't have that much time, right? They run a business, they have other employees, they have kids, they have a wife, they have so many things going on that they can't afford walking out at a gym for three hours. They just want to do 20 minutes at home, right? And if you know what you're doing, it doesn't take a lot of time. So uh, I always, I also emphasize what I call the easy wins. So things that don't take a lot of time, don't take a lot of effort, and still move the needle in your favor. So as an example, right now, I'm standing, this is standing desk. I burn calories as I'm talking. I always have a water bottle within arm's reach. doesn't take time, doesn't take effort, but it makes a tremendous difference. Mm-hmm. I always make sure I get high sleep quality. can get a lot of hours, that's fine, but always make sure that your quality is high. That way, you still increase your testosterone and burn more calories. Right. So simple things like that um, help you move the needle in your favor. It doesn't matter how busy you are. If I'm talking on the phone, I'm always walking. I'm never sitting. Right. So just having all those habits down make a big difference in the long run. Yeah. And so one of your first things is not necessarily advising somebody, you got to go join the gym. I mean, if that's your thing, obviously, but you can make yeah. a lot of headway, a lot of strides at home or at the office without being in the gym. And that's probably one of the people that are really busy family and, and work wise. It's one of the toughest obstacles is taking the time yeah. to get to the gym, change clothes, get cleaned up, change clothes again, come back. It's so much effort for just something that you can do at home, right? And your muscles don't know if you're doing a bench press or doing a push-up. There's just no tension, right? So if you can manipulate the tension to be the same, or even better, depending if you have a, a coach that actually knows what he's doing, then, yeah, you really don't need to waste all the time driving, waiting in traffic, buying a gym membership, maybe looking, you know, silly or feeling like you're going to be judged in front of others in the gym, right? You can avoid all that. Just get results at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, like for me, I've, one of the things I've never really going to the gym's always been an ordeal because it does, it takes time to get there. Changing over, depending on what you're wearing when you're at work. Some machine. Yeah. Huh? 
somebody always takes you a machine that you want to uh, use. Yeah. Then, then you feel like you're wasting time. It takes a lot longer. You, you, you know, sometimes you want to yep. get in there and get your workout done and get out. For a lot of people, it's, it's their social life. They, 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 they're gym rats. They love hanging out in the gym. They're there yeah. for hours on end. It's their place to be. But, and that's great if it is, but some, I, you know, I've got other things I need to do and places to be and people to see. Yeah, 100%. And again, I want to emphasize this point because this is really important for business. If somebody was a gym rat, is like, hey, uh, I want to look like you because I look good, but I want to look even better. I would be like, hey, I am not your guy. I know I could help you, but I could help somebody else so much more. And the time I would dedicate to him would be taken away from my ideal client. So you're going to have to say no a lot of times, which is difficult for people that are just starting out and are desperate for money, basically, right? Because you're saying no to money because you know that in the future can help somebody even more so. Because all the time that you could be helping somebody that's outside of your avatar, outside of your target market, could be dedicated to searching for people that are in your target market. And a good way to have a niche is to basically be unique. So I've discovered that everybody in the fitness space basically says you can lose weight in minimal time while eating your favorite food. Everybody says some version of that. I'm like, okay, let me go a completely different angle. Let me say without going to the gym. I personally don't know that many fitness trainers that have that angle, right? And that makes me more unique because even though the destination is the same, look better, feel better, have more energy, the route is different. And a lot of times people know that there's a certain way to get the destination, but they want to take a different route, right? They want to take a different path. And if you can stick on that path, be like, hey, my path might not be the best, but it is the best for this specific person, then you'll attract that specific person. If you say, hey, anybody who has a credit card and a pulse, I can help, it's un- it's not believable. Yeah. So how do we find out more information about you and, and, and your programs? Where do we find you at? So my website is danielrosfit.com. That's D-A-N-I-E-L. Izfit.com. I am most active on Twitter, DanielRoz underscore fit. I used to post on Instagram. I still have some content there you can check out at DanielRozFit. I'm also DanielRozFit on uh, Facebook, but again, I found something something that worked for me, Twitter, and I'm doubling down. So even if you don't use it, um, download it. I swear it's more than politics. There's also a good side to Twitter. <laughs> Somebody that's actually using uh, Twitter with success. That's great. Hey, so uh, if you're talking to somebody that's getting out of the military soon or they're, they're already out in the middle of the transition, they want to start some type of business, entrepreneurial venture, maybe specifically online business, what kind of advice comes to mind for somebody getting started? That's a good question. And when people ask me that, my first instinct is if a genie was to come up to me and say, hey, Daniel, you have one wish. My one wish would be to have a thousand wishes. Because the reality is there isn't one thing that will make or break your success. There's a thousand little things. And because of that, in whatever it is that you want to be successful at, I believe the one thing you should do is hire someone that's been where you want to go. Because there's so many little unanswered questions that you have no idea, so many things that you don't know are possible, so many things that you don't know what you don't know. So hire someone that is successful in that respect. And don't give your money to anyone. Obviously, resource them, make sure they're legit. 
but do invest in yourself because that will shortcut your learning a lot. Yeah. Hire someone that's been where you want to go. That's uh, great advice. If you can get the gouge from somebody that's already been there, indispensable. All right. Yeah. All right, Daniel. Well, thanks for sharing your entrepreneurial success story. I uh, appreciate you being here and uh, um, look forward to your future success. That's good. Appreciate it. All right. We are out. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.